Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Jealous for me, loves like a hurricane. I am a tree bending beneath the waves of his wind and mercy. When all of a sudden I am unaware of these afflictions, eclipsed by glory. And I realize just how beautiful you are and how great your affections are for me. And oh, how he loves us all. Oh, how he loves us. How he loves us all. And he is jealous for me. He loves like a hurricane, I am a tree bending beneath the waves of his wind and mercy. Oh, when all of a sudden I am unaware of these afflictions eclipsed by glory. And I realize just how beautiful you are and how great your affections are for me. And oh, how he loves us all. Oh, how he loves us. How he loves us all. Oh, oh, how he loves us so. Oh, how he loves us. How he loves us all, how he loves us, oh, how he loves us, oh, how he loves us, oh, how he loves us, he loves us, oh, how he loves us, oh, like a hurricane I am a tree bending beneath the waves of his wind and mercy and all of a sudden I am unaware of these afflictions eclipsed by glory and I realize just how beautiful you are and how great your affections are for me 
Yes, oh, how he loves us so. Oh, how he loves us, how he loves us so. loves us. Oh, how he loves us. Amen. Wow. Happy to see all of you. Ah, come, let me pray over the offering. We thank God for your blessing. Hallelujah. Oh, how he loves us. Father, we thank you for this offering. We bless it in Jesus' name. Amen. Are you excited to be in church today? Especially the young ones. Hallelujah. You are learning the right thing. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. What are you taking? Oh, sorry. My bad. Okay. So, um, yes. What have we been studying on weekdays? The art of what? The art of leadership. Hallelujah. And uh, like I said last week, you know, you must be able to recognize the things that you lack in your life. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And then invest in them. Hallelujah. Like somebody said, you are where you are because of what you know. Purely, that's what it is. You are where you are because of where you know. If you know something extra, you'll be, you'll be extra somewhere for it. So, if you are here, this is all you know. Hallelujah. So, yep. So, we are talking about the art of leadership. Amen. And um, leadership defined by a bishop or in the dictionary ways to lead to take somebody to take somebody to take somebody now how can you take somebody somewhere you don't know the place that's the question I hear me how can you lead me to a place that you yourself you don't know hallelujah did you get it 
How can you lead somebody to a place where you yourself you don't know where it is? I mean, can you take me to Alaska? You got no idea where it is. Can you take me to the Bronx? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> she says you can take me to the Bronx. Because she knows Bronx, definitely. Are you guys hearing me? Yes. Take somebody where? Somewhere. So, it means that one of the cardinal features of leadership is that you must be ahead of the person you are leading. That, that's what it means. Are you hearing me? So that is one thing. Okay? And then I started teaching us because I want us to be good leaders. I want you to be a good leader. You see, having a mind that you want to be a leader. Okay? And when you come a leader, you'll be a good one. You want to be a leader? And you'll be a good one? Yeah. Good leader. And the reason why I said it is even more important for us is that um, three races, three groups of people came. Okay, let's go back to history, Bible history. God created Adam and then Eve. And he told Adam and Eve, multiply and fill the earth. Then Adam and Eve multiplied and they were increasing the earth. But men became sinful. Sin abound. The Bible said that it grieved God. Or God felt sad that he had made man. So God said, listen to me. I can't deal with these guys anymore. I am going to wipe the whole earth with rain. But he found one righteous man called Father Noah. So he told Father Noah, listen, you come in. Build an ark and come in the ark with your family. And Father Noah had three sons. Okay? Father Noah had three sons. Okay? Ham, Shem, and Japheth. So they came in the ark with their family. So everybody else apart from Father Noah's family got destroyed. So the earth had to be repopulated again. So this time, uh, it is not the repopulation by Adam, but the repopulation by the sons of Noah. So everybody on earth now, and since the earth has not been destroyed, since, earth, okay, since that, that time the earth has not been destroyed, so everybody living on earth now, you are other, you, uh, you, you, your great, 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 great grandfather is either Shem, Ham, or Japheth. <laughs> Do you understand it? It's one of the three. Your great, 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 great grandfather is one of these three. So, you can either locate your great, great grandfather by doing ancestral. You know that nowadays they are doing ancestral, ancestral DNA. Do you understand? So maybe if you do ancestral, maybe you find that's that's maybe a scientific way. But you can also know if you are spiritual. If you are spiritual, you can also know by the current status of the world population where different races fall. What different races have been able to achieve. 
and different characteristics. He said that then if God said that these people are because God entries from the Bible. Because God said, He has the three sons, okay? Then one day, Father Noah got drunk. You remember the story? Yeah. So one of the sons, whose name was Ham, saw the dad and was laughing at his nakedness. You shouldn't look at your father's nakedness. So Noah woke up and cursed the son. Okay? And if you believe in the Bible, it's blessings and curses from the days of Adam. And the curse that he cursed, okay, the curse that he cursed him was, he didn't say, he didn't curse him that you have weird diseases. That's not the curse. He didn't say, you are going, I mean, all your children will die from cancer. That's not what he said. You, see, you have to understand. When Noah woke up, he said, I curse you, uh, Ham. All your children will have cancer. I curse you, Ham. All your children will not be married. Is that what the uh, huh? No. Huh? Is that what the, is that, was that the case? No. no. But the case that he cursed was that a servant of servant you shall be. Okay? A servant of the servant, which is the law of the lowest. It means wherever people gather, you'll be at the bottom. Wherever the human race scatter, your group will be at the bottom. That's what the case he cares him. He didn't say that wherever people gather, you, you, your people will get cancer. So even the other two don't get cancer. No. He said, wherever. You see, and a servant, what you see, when you say a servant, it means somebody, you have, you have a master. Do you understand what I'm saying? It means you have a master. It means you lack the ability to be the head. So a servant of a servant is somebody, it means that by that case, by that case, by default, it means that all the people who came from Ham, Canaan, they will lack the ability to lead. In a sense that whenever you need to lead, when you are, say they should lead themselves, it will be chaos. Somebody has to lead them. If you lead them to lead, they will be chaos. I'm, I'm showing you. If you leave them alone to lead themselves, chaos. The only way they can survive is somebody has to lead them. So you go to world history and begin to look at continents and places. And you find out that the only continent where the economy was stronger when they were in the colonial rule. When somebody was leading them, they had better economy. I mean, I mean let's be honest. The economy, yeah, I'm talking about history. When they had strong economy, strong currencies, good schools, was when somebody else. Uh, yeah. It's a historical fact. The day the, 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 day the who was the boss, they kicked the one who was leading them out. That we want to lead ourselves. 
the roads, hospitals, transport, roads, education, currencies, currencies, the CFA, the CFA, CFA. When it was originally pegged, it was one to one to France. The French franc and the CFA. I don't know where the CFA is now. I don't know what the, what's the exchange rate for the, to the franc now. In your country. 750. 550 to the dollar. What about to the franc? 655. It was one to one. When somebody was leading you. My country. It was called. It, it, it was. Uh, it, it was. Two cities. To one pound. Gold Coast. One pound. The pound. The British pound. I don't know the rate now. Huh? Five what? Five new Ghana. What about the old one? Five million. Five million to. Five hundred cities. Two hundred pounds. And it's even better. It's even better. If you go to Zimbabwe, the Zim dollar. <laughs> The Zim. In Zimbabwe, if you're going to buy bread, you carry the money in the wheelbarrow. <laughs> so much, you can't even fit in your wallet. <laughs> trillion, one trillion dollar. No, so, so what I'm trying to say is that unless you don't believe history and, and Bible, I've shown you both by history and Bible that you can see that the case must be true. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? But the beautiful thing about the case, you see, the earth is ruled by blessings and curses. The beautiful thing about the case is the camp that Bishop came to have with us. You can always neutralize a case. You are not obliged to be under it. That's the beautiful thing. That was the camp. You understand? Yeah, I mean, you, 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 you are not obliged to be under it. So the first thing is to recognize that there is a case. Because when you don't recognize that something, if you do in medicine, you want to, you, you say you're going to be a doctor, right? You say you're going to be a doctor? You want to be a doctor? Maybe in medicine, the most important thing is diagnosis. I must be able to diagnose that you have ear infection before I give you antibiotic. If I cannot make the diagnosis of ear infection, I cannot treat you. So the diagnosis is important. The most important aspect of medicine is diagnosis. Once you diagnose, because you have a fever, and maybe it's a sore throat, and I said it's an ear infection. So if I miss it, and I give you medicine for ear infection, the sore throat will not go away. It got worse. So the most important thing in medicine is diagnosis. You understand? So, the beauty of it is that a case can be neutralized. But you must first of all recognize and accept that there's a case. 
You see, you cannot say, oh, I don't, there's no case. No, no, no. Don't say that. There is a case. Now, the beauty of it is that you are not obliged to be under the case. The case can be what? I said the case can be what? Yes. Are you hearing me? So, because all through the Bible, all through the Bible, every case that God mentioned, there's an antidote. Every case. He cursed the woman in pain. You shall give birth. Now, there's an antidote. You can take a pedura. Which is the wisdom? By wisdom. Let me say, a city was besieged by a poor wise man, by his wisdom, delivered the city. And the city was poor. So you can always use wisdom to overcome the case. Are you hearing me? He told Adam, out of the sweat of thy brow, you shall eat bread. And true, everybody, before you eat bread, you sweat. But you see, somebody sweats like this, it's $500. Somebody sweats like this, it's $50. You know, there's a difference. <laughs> Difference. May you sweat for a higher pay. Amen. May your sweat be profitable. Amen. Yeah, that's what it is. All, and, the, and the reason why the one who is sweating like this is five hundred dollars, and the one who is sweating like this is fifty dollars, is education, wisdom. Are you hearing me? Yes. Are you hearing me? Yes. Yeah. So. That's the first thing I want us to recognize. You see, and when, so based on that, so far, we can confidently say that a group of people on earth lack the ability to lead. Amen. Based on historical and geographical facts. I remember I was speaking to a friend's son. Quite an intelligent boy. When uh, Obama was being elected president, mm-hmm. and I was campaigning for Barack Obama. So yeah, I mean, at least listen. At least let's give a black man a chance to lead. You know, the white people have been ruling for them. This is good to see a black man lead. I mean, I'm going to vote. And you know what he told me? <laughs> he told me that he has seen. He said he has seen 56 of them already. He has seen 56 of them already. He doesn't think he does not need one more to prove to him that they are incapable. <laughs> Do you know what he was saying? Trying to say? He has seen 56. 56 African leaders already. <laughs> That's why he was saying, well, one more will not make a difference. That's what he was trying to tell me. I said, shut up. <laughs> shut up with your smart mouth. I've like, seen 56 already. So, how much difference can I make? <laughs> yeah you know but what I'm trying to say so based on that when you see that you lack something okay you should put emphasis neutralizing the case if you, are, if you are intelligent that's why, that's why I started by saying that you are where you are based on what you know if you knew something extra you'd be ahead are you hearing me? So when you found out that you lack something, let's say you are in school. You're going to write an exam in two weeks. And you have chemistry. What, what, do, you, what, do, what, what, what do you do? Chemistry. Chemistry. What else have you been doing? 
Physics. Algebra. Algebra. Algebra and geometry. Literature. Huh? Literature. So you look at all your subjects and you have two weeks for the exam. If you are an intelligent, you know, look, I got no problem with literature. I can still sleep and pass and do well in the literature exam. Geometry, eh, I got it. Physics, close to geometry. So, but chemistry, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> But chemistry. I still cannot see how the bonds connect. I can't see the sea. I don't see why uh, you can add uh, you can add H two H two O and CO two and something big. I can't. I can't. I just can't figure it out. That they say that this was this is a double bond. This is a triple bond. I can't understand this thing about CO two and water becoming carbohydrate C six H twelve O two. I don't understand it. But you need to pass the exam. Are you hearing me? So a smart student would then divide her time. Allocate time. And know that since I have no problem with algebra, I will study algebra for two hours. But chemistry, is that what you do? Is that what you do? You spend time more on what? The one that you are not good at. So that at least, that's what my wife did. She wasn't good at math. So she spent a lot of time studying math. At least so she can pass. And she passed. And I wasn't good at English. <laughs> and I spent time on English. So I'll get a pass mark in English. Because physics, no problem. I'll get an A. Chemistry, A. Biology, A. Math, A. Algebra, A. Give me the sciences. A, 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 A. Give me English. Are you hearing me? Yeah. So, when I was going to write my exam, I would just, just let me pass this English, okay? Because I know everything, I'll get an A. So, you put emphasis on the one that you lack. Are you hearing me? Yes. Are you hearing me? Yes. So, since I've given us the historical background and the geographical distribution of the population on earth, and we can see that by default, descendants of Ham lack leadership because of the case. And the way to neutralize the case is by wisdom. Then we, we in particular must spend a lot of time studying about leadership, the thing that we lack, so that we can be good at it. Amen. So, you can, so that by wisdom you can overcome that case. Amen. 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 I said amen. amen. And, 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 and a message like this, you see, first of all, the first thing I, <laughs> that's why I talked about um. So I, I started talking to you about some attributes of a leader. And the first thing I talk about is you must invest in your... A leader must first of all invest in himself. Do you hear me? A leader must what? It means if you, if you want to lead, you must spend time on yourself. You must study for yourself. You cannot lead without investing in yourself. 
Because leadership means taking somebody somewhere. It means you must spend time. So, so if you say you are the leader of the church, it means you must pray more than the church members. You must read the Bible more than the church members. You must attend more meetings more than the church members. Otherwise, you can't lead them. Take somebody somewhere. But you have not been that somewhere. Do, do, do you get it? I said, do you get it? Yeah. You cannot say you are the leader of the choir when you don't know the songs. It means you must know the songs inside out. You, you cannot say that you are leading praise and worship. We come and say you are leading praise and worship. And then you'll be telling on the screen looking at the words. Myself and onto the doctrine and continuing them. Are you hearing me? So a leader must invest in yourself so that you can be, you must know the songs more. You are preaching, you must know the word more. Look, I'm telling you, Lighthouse, Lighthouse is a rule. Bishop was always said, he said, Look, so far as it's concerned, a Christian must pray at least. One hour. The Christian. Oh, and, and a pastor must pray three hours. That's a lay uh, they let me change it. That's a lay pastor. And a full-time pastor. Because you don't go to your job is prayer. You better pray for at least five hours. <laughs> yeah. I don't know the new ratios now, but it used to be the ratios around. Are you hearing me? Yeah. So that's the leader. Amen. Amen. 
Take somebody. I said, take somebody. I said, take somebody. Yes, so if you are leading the choir, you must know, take us somewhere. You are preaching, you must take us somewhere. You are a pastor, you must take us somewhere. You must know some words and some verses. Amen. Amen. Yeah. The doctrine. Hallelujah. Amen. He said, take it unto yourself and unto the doctrine. Hallelujah. Amen. And unto the doctrine. Hallelujah. So leadership means you must know something before somebody can follow you. Amen. Amen. So that's the first thing I talk to you about leadership. And I think last week I spoke to you about uh, leadership. Good leadership requires good time management skills. Amen. Amen. Uh, did I say that about it? Yeah, last week, right? Yes. Time. Ability to manage time. Huh. Okay. And who, okay. How to be a good, okay. Time. I talk about time. Yeah, and in, and, 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 and in time, I spoke about the ability to distinguish between what is important. Very good. So we go on that one. And then, I also talk about do not get involved in things that are not on your schedule. Did I say about that time? You see, you must learn to, you see. And then the third thing I spoke about, a good leader, you see, must surround yourself with what? You see, what makes you a good leader is your ability to build a good team. That's all. That's what people don't know. Because leadership... See, you don't have to be the one who, who knows everything. You see, you, you, once you, 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 your duty is to assemble a team. So you pick the expert on economics, the expert on finance, the expert on health. You see, the president, the president is not supposed to be the most intelligent person. No, 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 no. Just put up a team. A good pastor must surround himself with a good team. Amen. I said, a good pastor must be able to surround himself with what? A good team. Hallelujah. Amen. And that's leadership. See? And, 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 and assembling a good team is a process. Are you hearing me? It means sometimes oh, this one is good. My father, no, 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 he's no good at this. I thought he was good at dancing, but he's no good at dancing. Maybe he's good more at uh, uh, in co- computer. So even though I chose him for dancing, after a while, I should be able to do I think he's not good. Let me change and bring this one. Maybe this one is good. That's good, that's good leadership. I, huh? That's all. Assess that's leadership. Assess and that's the weakness. And the ability to make change. And also understand that the fact that somebody may be good now for the particular job, but the job is over. So you have to be able to move the person around. So, you see, I'm, I'm talking about leadership. Hallelujah. So, so, going from that point, the next thing I want to talk about is that don't be afraid to remove incompetent people. Okay? Good leadership requires that you should not be afraid to remove incompetent people. Or get rid of people who fail to do their jobs that are delegated to them. This is what this, this is the problem we have. You see, I'm showing you reasons why uh, signs of bad leadership. And if you want signs of bad leadership, go to Africa. Yes. Africa, you can Africa is a good example of a bad of a bad example. Oh. 
yes, Africa. If you want in a, a, good, a good example of bad leadership, go to Africa. You see, we lack the the person that's no cannot do the job, but nobody wants to remove the person. Yeah, the person can do the job. You you got people who said they are administrative assistants. They can't turn on a computer. But, but, but they were there. You can't touch. He's the, he's the manager's uh, uncle. You see? So we lack the ability. Yes, sir. But whereas, whereas in the Western world, if they give you a job and you are fired, control or delete for non-performance. Yes, sir. But in Africa, people cannot be fired. In most places in Africa, promotion is not based on performance. It's based on longevity. And who you know? But over here, your promotion is based on your performance. You see, so, all I'm trying to say that, that's another thing about leadership. Have the ability. So when somebody, so when you have, you see, so when you have a leader who is removing people, don't say he's wicked. Don't say that he's too harsh. Because you see, the inability to remove people will lead to a collapse of the whole system. Because you are putting incompetent people. Are you hearing me? That's leadership. Be able to remove incompetent people. Ability to make changes. Do you get it? Otherwise, you, anything under you will be destroyed. Yeah. So if you're the leader of the choir, this person doesn't sing. Just, just look, I beg you. Sit down. Yeah, you are the leader of the prayer meeting. Every time you give the prayer topics, this person doesn't come and pray. So look, I beg you. Seriously. Seriously. Because you see, when you allow the person to be there and non-performing, the thing will collapse. Don't, don't ever make a mistake. Because I, I want all of you, I want, I want all of you to become leaders. And one day you become leaders. Yeah. And I've said that don't tolerate non-performing people. Yeah. yeah. You are the leader of the usher. This usher doesn't come. He doesn't help. He doesn't do anything. Come and say, Reverend, this guy, he doesn't come. We'll remove him. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Preacher. You see, because of our background. Oh, you are being mean. You are not being nice. No, 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 no. no. See, that's the mistake you make. It's not personal. Uh -huh. it, it, it has never been personal. Kicking the person out for non-performance has nothing to be impersonal. I can suck you. You will still be my friend, but I'm sucking you. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a job we want to do. Are you hearing me? Yes. As are you hearing me? Yes. Good. Of course, for you young ones, one of the attributes of a good leadership is avoid useless socialization. 
You know what? I'll tell you something. One of the hallmarks of a good leader is the ability to stay alone. Amen. Yeah. Amen. If you lack the ability to stay alone, you cannot be a leader. Yeah. Leadership requires that, that, that sacrifice. Yeah. If you always want to be around people, you cannot be a leader. No. Leadership requires the ability to separate yourself. And be alone. From yeah, from time you must be able to separate yourself, because all the people that God used to lead, God called them. He called Moses, come aside, come aside. If you lack the ability to come aside, you cannot lead. Come aside. Yeah, Moses, come aside. Jesus Christ went to pray. He said to the disciples, stay here. I go alone. Leadership requires that thing. Leadership requires that thing. It is good to interact with people. But it comes to the time, you know, I must separate myself. Because without you separating yourself, you are not going to hear from him to transmit to the people. So if you are somebody who cannot be alone, and some of us will lack that ability, you cannot stay alone in your room. Every day you must be on the phone call talking to somebody, chatting with somebody. You cannot be alone. That's that, that, that the reason why you can't even do your homework. Because doing your homework requires that you shut the door and be alone. You can do your quiet time. It's not every time you should be on the phone. There comes a time you must be alone. If you want to be a good leader. One of the shock that I, I had in my one of the shock that I found. How does it shock that I found out that most successful people, even secularly in the world, don't watch television? I was very shocked when I heard that Oprah, Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey, who owns the TV network? She doesn't watch TV. <laughs> I find it both a shock and insulting. You people are sitting down, broke, and watching the opera, opera, and you are broke. And she's. <laughs> and you are broke. You are, listen to me. You are broke. And with your broke self, you've got to get a big cable. You have BET channel. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, BET, uh, what TV channel? Huh? Uh, what channel? ABC, uh, whatever. Uh, Smile, uh, and all the channels. Huh? And you are just sitting there. You are watching African movies. And after that, you go and watch. <laughs> The, the apartment you are living in is only about 86, uh, about uh, three feet. No, your television is 86 inches. <laughs> Changing channel after channel. And the person you are watching say, I don't watch television.
Are you by, by, by you? Oh, did you watch Opera? Oh, I love I love the show. Did you watch? Oh, did you see the condition? Oh man, I love condition. It's my show. This is my show. You are ready to go and watch it. Look, I'm serious. Amen. You see, which brings me to the next point. Okay, the same thing. Great achievements require great discipline. Great achievements require what? Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 and 2. Great achievements require great discipline. Hallelujah. Listen, then was Jesus led up of the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. Verse 2. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward hanged. Hallelujah. Great achievement. The Bible says that he was led by the spirit. Into where? For how long? And then, how did he, when, how did he come, came out? No, but on his return, uh, and he came in the power. He, was, he came in the power. Go down, you see that verse. He came in the power, and after all, he came in the power. He was led by the Spirit, but he came in the power. Great achievement. Now, notice how the temptation, when you go down, what I'm talking about, great achievement requires what? I said great achievement requires what? The hallmark of Jesus' ministry was this 40 days and 40 nights fasting. It was after this that he came in the power. Now, it is not a mean feat not to eat for three days. Three days, no food. Can you? Maybe. Should I challenge you three days fasting and prayer? One week, no food. You are young. You are young. Sixteen days. You sure? It's too much at your age. Yeah, I'm talking about fasting. But some people can fast for 40 days. Some people can fast for 40 days. What I'm trying to say is that it takes something extraordinary to fast for 40 days. Every time I call for fast, even the, the reason why we say we, we even modify our fast that now after, after your prayer you can eat. Because when we're doing the sisters, some of you, when we see your, your face. <laughs> So at the point we said that it is better for you to live and pray than die. That's why we say now when you finish your prayer, it because it, it takes a lot of discipline to fast. And even 
most of us, when we, when we call fast, it's clock watching. Five to six, you open up in the microwave. Ikaya, blow, second, ten, nearly about six o'clock. Bing! Bing! No discipline. Yeah. But let me tell you, great achievements require great discipline. If you lack the ability to be disciplined, look, discipline, okay? Discipline. To be disciplined means to be controlled. It means to be restrained. It means to be well organized. It means to be regular and orderly. Some of us cannot maintain an order. It means to be regimented. That's discipline. That's why the soldiers are called a disciplined soldier. It means you have a regiment. Five o'clock, the alarm gets up. You pray. Six o'clock, you press. I'm regimented. A lot of us cannot do that. We are so haphazard. We start today, tomorrow we stop. I'm preaching. Regimented. If you see anybody who has, has succeeded and has done great things, they are very disciplined. Pastor Dr. Yongucho, the pastor of the largest church, he says for the past, I don't know whether 50 or 60 years, every day he wakes up at 3 a.m. As old as he is. Every day. He wakes up at 8 a, 3 a.m., brushes his dress put on his suit and move from the bedroom to his, the same house but he dresses like he's going out move from the bedroom to the prayer room and start praying for at least 4 hours for the past 50 years where do you think has the biggest church? a lot of discipline we, we too we too new year this year lord 2 hours <laughs> January, fine. We will not even get to March. You are back to your old ways. <laughs> no discipline. Do you know that? See, that is why weight loss. That's why weight loss is such a headache. Because weight loss requires discipline. The ability to say that I am eating only this morning and I will eat again. Move on. I'm not moving on. <laughs> hey, no discipline. You cannot discipline your setup. It is 8 p.m. I'm not touching the rice. <laughs> 12 midnight, Ghana bread and milo. Look, one, I, I, I once 
we, at one time we, we traveled as a sister. And she's always slim, and I didn't know. I mean, she's always slim, but I think we traveled, even somewhere, a, a dinner. And then when we ordered, you could see what she put in her plate. It's like whether the food is nice or not, she still has. Yeah, I said, immediately when I saw her, I said, I can understand why she looks like this. Because a lot, some of us, some of us, our discipline is based on how nice the food is. Self-control. Regimented. Regimental. You have a patented life. I do chemistry this time. I do physics this time. I do biology this time. I sleep at this time. Regimented. I have game time. I play, I play this game for only 30 minutes. Whether it's a new game, an old game, a next level, the 30 minutes is up. I am done. Regimented. Yeah. Leadership requires discipline. Foot, you see, what about you? See, I'm he, the Bible says, he left. Go back to verse 1. Okay? Verse 1, Matthew 4 1. 4 1, brother. Then Jesus was led to the spirit of the to be tempted with the devil. Okay, that's why he left. Verse 2. And when he had fasted for 40 days, you see, he left with a mission. I'm going to fast for 40 days and 40 nights. That was the purpose. So no, anything that the devil brought, he was not about to cancel the fasting. That's discipline. He had an aim. When he left the Jordan, he was going fast for 40 days and 40 nights. So no, no amount of temptation. You see, I'm talking about this. So that's why I say another definition is to be restrained. You take a decision and you are not swayed. Restrained. Restrained. A disciplined person is a restrained person. It means you don't talk by heart. It means, it means you must learn how to say that I have had enough. The food is nice, but I have had enough. I hear me. Restrained. Regimented. Because it takes, you see, it takes a lot of discipline. It takes a lot of discipline to be hungry and bread is offered to you and you said no. Have you thought about it? The discipline that is required. When you are so hungry. It's not that you're not hungry. Are you hearing me? Restrain. Restrain. Are you hearing me? Restrain. Regimented. You are a pastor. You are a man of God. 
You're supposed to wait on God and preach. You are restrained. So everything you, you are restrained, you are disciplined. Because I'm a pastor, I'm a man of God. I don't take, I don't sit in class with sing, singing ladies in front of their ties showing. I don't care where you are going. I won't give you a right. Because you are restrained. You see, I'm talking about regimented. You, have, you see, you, 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 you have limits. I don't, I don't cross this barrier. I don't do this barrier. You are restrained. Yeah. Are you hearing me? Discipline. You are how, I'm, I'm a wife. You are, dis, you are, you are restrained. Because I'm a, a married woman, I don't associate with certain girls. I don't go out with certain girls. Because you are restrained. Because, because they are out there, they, have no, they are not coming out to cook for anybody. But you two, this guy is waiting to be eaten. <laughs> I tell you, to be restrained. Amen. Amen. Well organized. Look, a, a, a well organized. It means that you know where your pants are, where your shirts are, where the uh, the, 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 the the shoes are, where the hats are. So on Sunday morning, you know exactly. I'm picking from here. I'm picking from here. I'm picking from here. <laughs> but the, on, on, and, and, and an unorganized person, Sunday morning, you are not looking for your. Where's my bra? Where's my. Chaos! Chaos! So, 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 you see, so you are always running late and harassed. You see, and when you are coming late and harassed, you look inefficient and it can actually cost you. Well organized. When you come home, when you come home from work, you have a particular place that you put your key. You know where your keys are. There will be a light you will find your keys. You know exactly. Orderly. Yes. Yeah. But you're so undisciplined. Now you, your key is in every morning. What's my key? What's my key? You are looking in your bag. <laughs> a key. That's a spiritual thing. It reflects the in on that you are not well organized because you must know. Like, I put my key here. So even when the lights are out, you know that I, my key is right here. Yeah. So a key. Yeah. So disorganized. Every morning you are looking for your keys. Every morning. Where are my keys? Where are my keys? Have you seen my key? Where are my keys? So, 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 what do you have? You have added an unnecessary 20 minutes to your morning commute. And, 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 and,
example, last night, you want to wash your makeup in the bathroom. And you left your key on the toilet. Yeah. You see, that's why, that's why I said that. I said by saying that great achievements require great discipline. And the, all the people who see discipline, okay, regimented, restrained, controlled, well organized. You see, it, it, it doesn't matter what people call, oh, you are too melancholic, you are too stiff, it is still better. Your OC is still better. Yeah, it's still better. You are, you are still more efficient. Monday you do this. Tuesday you do this. Wednesday you do your laundry. Thursday you cook. Friday you go to the saloon. Saturday you go, Saturday you go for a hazard. Sunday you are in church. Regimented. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Listen. I'm not out of words. I'm just out of time. We continue. Stand up to your feet. <laughs> okay. Yield yourself to the Holy Spirit. Yield yourself to the unction of God. Yield yourself to the Holy Spirit. Let him have his way. Come on and yield yourself. Yield yourself oh, to the Holy the Holy Spirit yield yourself to the, to the unction of God. Yield yourself to the Holy Spirit. Let him have his way. Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for your word. Father, you say, does anybody lack wisdom? Does anybody lack wisdom? Let him ask of God. Father, tonight, may we not be deficient of wisdom. Amen. May we not be deficient of wisdom. Amen. By wisdom, may we overcome every deficiency of leadership in us. Amen. Any leadership deficiency in us, we overcome it by your wisdom. Amen. Thank you that in our time and in our generation, we shall lead well. We shall lead our homes well. Amen. We shall lead our ministries well. Amen. We shall lead our people well. Amen. Thank you for good leadership. Thank you. And Father, we thank you that we have a good leader in our Father. Amen. For the Bible says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Amen. Thank you, God, for leading us by your spirit. Leading us by your spirit. Leading us by your spirit. And because of the leading of your spirit, we shall not want. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. 
contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.